Welcome back to another episode of Important Miscellaneous Talks. I'm your host, Glassford Crossfield, and we are changing the world one podcast at a time. Please introduce yourself. What's up? Uh, I'm Mike Needed, influencer, chef, caterer, actor, a little bit of a comedian. I'll do it all. <laughs> so, uh, where does your love of food stem from? Well, my love of food stem from, like, just growing up for me. I grew up in a... Uh, in a poverty type of place. So I never really like ate like, I'm not saying my mom couldn't cook, but it was just like the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So what, so I just got into it. Like I just been around the kitchen and my mom was like, you know, like she would hype me up like, oh, my little chef. And it really stemmed from there. From that point on, I just kept cooking more and more and more and more, trying to figure it out more. Just trying to cook for myself because my mom had like a lot of jobs too. So I had to cook for myself. Plus, I'm my only child, so she was at work, and I was just in the house, like, chilling with my friends. And they wasn't going to feed me. So I had to figure out if people Survival. Mm-hmm. So what made you get on TikTok? Uh, oh, uh, the comedians, Drew and Stacy. they was telling me, like, oh, bro, you really know how I cook and shit. You might as well just uh, add your personality to it, put it online. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try it out. First, I started on Facebook. Then I went to Instagram because I had like a page on Instagram where it was just basically like me like just catering. Then I transformed that into like a cooking page. And then TikTok was actually like my last my last option for real because all the other things, it wasn't really like flowing right. I wasn't really going nowhere, but it was really on just like my, uh, I was just like laying it out. Like the video was just like choppy. They was like poor edited. So I really wasn't catching people's attention until, uh, Instagram started doing reels. Once I got the hang of reels and like really like getting like that uh what's that horizontal uh type of uh angle t- yeah. Then I just migrated to TikTok and my shit started going up. From there, it was just like I just started going up from there. Honestly. How do you let your personality shine through so easily on camera? Because that's much easier said than done. I mean, it took it took time. Cause at first it was just like, my friends even tell you at first it was just like, all right, one fourth cup of this, one fourth cup of that, one fourth cup of that. And it was like, that's not really like you, like you're not really like, it's just sound like you're reading a script or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then this, cause I actually did like a, uh, some shit like FEMA or whatever, where I go and I cook for the first responders and all that. So I went out there to, to Louisiana or whatever. And like, it was like a lot of like, problems going on because it was just like people wasn't carrying their weight in the workforce or whatever so i used that anger to really like do a video and it just went up so that just like really like the raw personality of me my raw anger yeah. Got yeah. when when you first told people that you wanted to be a chef did they take you seriously because i know sometimes in the hood they're like oh you think you go to ramsey now and like sometimes when you try to do something positive with your life people try to hold you back I mean, it was kind of the opposite. Like, they were uplifting me, but it wasn't like they was uplifting me. It was like they thought I was like the golden ticket on like some rapper shit. You feel <laughs> me? I, I was like, it was just business, bro, bro. They looked at me as a golden ticket. Like, but they will still like try to hold me back. Like, bro, come, come home. Da, da, da. I'll be in class. It's times where I left class and went back to the hood, which was dumb, but I wasn't feeling the class. So that's really why I left. But it was just like, yeah, fuck it. But it was like kind of like back and forth. People would say, oh, 
you're gonna get fat, shit like that. Like that. But other than that, it was all like positive feedback. Did you did you always want to cook or did you have a backup plan? Like this is the only career path that you wanted to do? Honestly, I never wanted to, like I didn't want to take cooking seriously, but it was just like I didn't know what else to do. And I thought to myself, like, I'd rather do something that's utilitarian, like all the way around, like something that's always gonna be a business than just sitting there not doing nothing. So I got into cooking. That's basically why I really got into cooking, because I didn't want to just broke as hell, not doing nothing, not not be able to have like something that's like connected to me, like a talent. Like you know how everybody got like their little own little going on. So I kind of like made cooking my thing, and then it just like I just stuck with it. So what did you want to do with your life after high school? Basically, I ain't gonna lie, to you, I ain't give a fuck. To be honest with you. Mm. So you, you graduated high school with no plan. Basically, with no gotcha. plan. And then I only applied for one school, and I got in. So it was just like, what school was that? That was the uh, Art Institute of Philadelphia. I went there for about like two years then i dropped out because i was like overwhelming myself like i was working at campbell's soup in a cafe but mind you i was working from like five to eleven but then i go to school from one to five get like a little break then i'll be in there from ten to i mean from seven to ten but i'll really get home at like 12 one in the morning because i had to catch the, uh, the train and i had to ride my bike so imagine that every day like every day every day That's every intense. day yeah, it is. Like, it was points in time where I was just, like, passing out. Like, I wasn't falling asleep. I was just passing out. Oh, wow. Then from my, exhaustion? Huh? From exhaustion? Yeah, from exhaustion. I was just working myself too hard. And then they was, like, trying to, like, lowball me. I was getting paid, like, what, $9 an hour. But I'm doing everybody's job, which is understandable because they're teaching me. But on the back end, it's just, like, it felt like a slap to the face. And they kept doing, like, little, like, weird shit, saying I was uh filling time. Wasn't letting me leave for funerals, like make, making making me seem like they so bad. But I just said fuck that shit. I'm going there. Then I had dropped out of school because my grandma had died. And plus, another thing, when I was going to school, I owed them money. But uh, I had an administrator that was overriding the system for me. Like he overrided it for, for me for like for like eight semesters. Oh wow! So I think I used it until I graduate. Then he just went ghost and disappeared. And I'm just like, yeah, they not even gonna let me like reapply for classes if he don't override us. It was just, I'm going to take a step back from it. Took a step back from it. Really just started doing like my own little thing. Started doing like random jobs here and there. Blah, blah, blah. And then out of nowhere, which is crazy how I got into the uh, the FEMA, the FEMA doing, it's called uh, EDS. It stands for Emergency Disaster Service. My mom found her long lost brother off of Facebook. We connected with him. Then his fiance's best friend was a chef and he recruited me into that. Then I got like back in the cooking from there, and that's what like basically like led me in the path where I'm at now. Wow, what are the odds of that? <laughs> wow, that sound that's definitely sound like God's plan. Wow. So, who do you look up to in the cooking industry? Um, uh, look up to. Uh, I really look up to like I feel like the most public figure is like basically like Gordon Ramsay, but not just him alone. It's other chefs. I'm not really good with names. It's other chefs because growing up, like, I just like I was like, I really couldn't sleep at night, so I watched the Food Network like every night, like every night before I go to sleep. Mm. So it was just like, so many people like that's just in my mind. I can't really tell you all of them because I I damn near watched like 
every cooking show, for real, for real. Uh, Guy Fieri, the one who do uh, Drivers, Diners, and Dashes. Uh, and then a couple, like, Instagram chefs, like uh, the boy Nick, uh, the other boy, the Indian boy from Flip, Michigan. I forget his name. Uh, it's like people like that. People just, like, that's in, like, the same, like, got like, the same shit going on, like, basically, like, on the internet basis. I just be watching them. That's really how I got to where I'm at. Like, I'm like the type of person, like, I watch and critique people before I do anything. So I'm looking at you learning from your mistakes, but I was actually really doing it. Oh, got you. Observe so, it. What I did, like, I sit there and watched all of them. Like, before I even did this, because I was been thinking about doing it before they mentioned it to me, but it was just like, that was just gave me push to take that further. Once I really, like, got, like, my niche and how to, like, base my videos, how to do, like, it was just, like, rap for me. You, you you do your videos on your own, you edit your own videos as well? Yeah. It takes me about like it takes me about like five to seven minutes. Cause the way I go in is basically like uh I visualize it before I uh capture it. So I'm not just like recording like the whole thing through and chopping it up. Every scene, every transition, I'm recording that one scene and then I'm just going there. So it's it'll be like eighteen videos, but I already know which part of every video I need. So once I chop that all down, it'll be like a minute, probably like forty-five seconds, and then I'm just like taking the final, putting the final touches, on, and I'm done. Do you? Well, what do you use to edit? What do you mean? What? Like before? Yeah. Do you use anything to edit, or you just edit around right the TikTok app? I use iMovie to like trim it down. Uh, I was using an iMovie to capture my voice too, but the the voice was like. It was like choppy or you really couldn't hear me or it would be too loud. So now I do iMovie and InShot because my friend was telling me that the iPhone 13 got one of like the best mics basically out right now besides like buying an actual mic. So I record the audio on my phone. Got you. Wow, that's interesting, man. I actually heard that the, the editing like on iMovie and for your phone is not all that bad, especially for people who just getting started. So that's interesting that you say that. Yeah, that's like iMovie like... uh. You can't do as much on iMovie, but like on other like mobile apps, you can do like a lot more. Like you can add like, you know, like uh, words, like different types of transitions, like edits. Mm -hmm. I feel like I, I just like want some high school PowerPoint shit. But yeah, you can, it's too I, simple almost. You can make the most out of it. Like with me, I don't do too much in my videos because all I got is really three points. The quality of the video, the different transitions I'm showing you, everything like quick, fast pace in my voice. So I don't really need like all that other crazy edits. And Got you. Where, where, where do you want to take your brand? What is your long-term goal with all this? My long-term goal for all this, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I'm just trying to get money so I can go back to school and finish learning what I want to learn. Cause it's just, I feel like that was like another like thing that was holding me back. It was just like, I didn't get a scholarship, so at the at like the end of the result, I had to pay that back. And since I wasn't like going to classes, they was charging me for that. So I really want to like just go back in the culinary. I could learn from, <laughs> travel the world, stuff like that. Like I don't really care about like all the. I just want to build myself up to that point where I establish myself, get some money out of it. Got you. Sorry, lost my train of thought there. 
how how would you how would you suggest what would you suggest for someone who wants to become the next Mike made it? Uh, no, honestly, just like stay consistent, go over everything. Like, like I don't like I don't study things, but like I like visualize them. I'm I'm memorizing. Like I really get them, get it in my head. Like you really got to get stuff like, and you got to embed it in you, like a part of you. So that once you do it, it just comes off as easy. Like that, that that makes it like so much more easier for me than just like basically like, all right, I, uh, you really gotta like study it like day and day and day and day and day out until like it sticks mm-hmm. with you. You can't just like, all right, I'm gonna make this unless unless you make it something that you know how to make. Because most of the stuff I make is basically like that's my first time making it. Honestly, like majority of stuff I make, that's my first time making it. Like I don't do like no. Mm-hmm make it again unless i like demolish it like butcher it completely but other than that just just study it like really watch everything uh learn from people don't take it as like you uh you dicky you know you dick ride like really sit there and learn from everyone around you like from even if they're in a different field just just take the positive things from everyone around you and implement it to yourself and then from there it should just be easy how many hours would you say you put in studying your craft? Mm, honestly, if I'm not out like having a good time, it's mainly about the whole day. Like I'm constantly like sitting down, just thinking, just thinking about it, like just thinking about the next step. Like even mm. when I'm doing stuff, I'm always you always because I feel like people don't understand. Like it's a difference from being like you working for somebody and being an entrepreneur. Like entrepreneur, they entrepreneurs, they really don't take off. Like it's really like 24-7, Because I'm I'm running this business. It's not just a business. It's me. Like it's a part of me. Like it's a part of my life. Rather than mm-hmm. going to a nine to five and someone telling you what to do, I gotta tell myself what to do. I gotta motivate myself. Even when I'm not motivated, I still gotta get up and go do it. Or my business might crumble or fall at any moment. So it's just like an ongoing process. Those days where you don't want to, you don't want to do it. What do you, uh, the, the days where you don't want to do it, where you're not as motivated, what do you do to get yourself in that mindset? Uh, I just get up, honestly. I just think about all the times where it was basically like, I didn't have nothing to do. I didn't have people like looking up to me. Like, you just got to think, you mm-hmm. just got to really just pick yourself up. Like, even when you really don't feel like it, like, I feel like, well, me, Going back in my videos, I can tell when I really didn't feel like doing a video, but other people probably can't really pick up on it. But it's just like, just do it anyway. I heard this quote, it was like, something worth doing is worth doing poorly. Mm-hmm. And that really, as long as you're getting up and doing it, that's all that matters. Mm. Do you have any plans to uh, make a cookbook or open up a restaurant one day? Uh, I open up a cook, I mean, I'll make a, a cookbook. I'm actually working on that right now, just gathering all the recipes. I like, you know, taking uh, bits and parts of my own, like and, and uh, things I do. But the restaurant uh, thing, I probably won't open a restaurant until like I'm well, like well, well that's off. Yeah. Because like restaurants, they don't really like. That's that's like that's what everybody tells me. Like, Why don't you open a restaurant? Why don't you have a food truck? Like a lot of people who do that are struggling. To be honest with you. Hmm. Unless you have like a chain or like you're like well known like Gordon Ramsay or Guy Fieri, like they really took the smart route because like television, it's like you're promoting yourself, and you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like promoting yourself more than rather than just me opening up a restaurant in my in my yeah. neighborhood. 
yeah. coming there. People might not eat there all the time. But if, if I already built like that type of credibility, people are going to eat there. I could charge them whatever I want to like that just because of my name rather than just open a restaurant. People, oh, he think he could charge this much. Who was he? Da, da, da. You know how. You know how yeah, I get you. They're going to be like, oh, Mike turns back on the hood. Now he want to charge this amount. I get right. you. I get you. So have the women uh, poured in expeditiously since your increased fame? I mean, I always had the women for real. I ain't going to lie to you. But it's just like some be like for easier. Like some be like they'll just throw themselves at me. Some just be like the same. Or the joints are already some of the joints are already got be like, oh you really famous now? Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, I feel like I was always like bull for real. Like I was always this person. I just didn't like realize it within myself. Like I forgot about it and shit like that. But it's like a little bit more, but you gotta think, I really just got I really just blew up like Last week for real, for real. It was really like all coming in. So I really didn't get a chance to really like experience it, experience it. Like, I haven't really been out or nothing. Do, but, uh, do they ask you to cook for them? Yeah, they got. They asked me to cook for them since I started. <laughs> it's like, it's weird that people ask you to cook for them and never come get the food. That's why I start cooking for people, honestly. Like, like at first I was doing like, uh, like basically like personal meals, like are right, you telling me a couple of days in advance what you want, I'll make it for you. People won't hit me up once I make the meal. So that just was like a slap to my face, like, damn, like I'm trying to give y'all something like new and healthy and really like genuine, like because you know everything in the hood is really like really like fast food, yeah. soul food. Soul food cool, but that shit like really like kill you for real for real. Like people don't understand that. Like that shit really like you like diabetes and all that shit because it's so like heavy. Mm-hmm. So I try to get some people some new shit. It was just like they wasn't really fucking with it. Mm, interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be real tough to sell healthy food in the hood. It, it's it's gonna take some. It's gonna take some work, and that's probably like that. That's more geared to the younger people. They might not rock with it. The older people, like pushing forty, they're gonna understand the value of of, of healthy eating. Mm-hmm. And probably even like generation that's coming up because you know like i like, feel like every after is smarter than the previous generation it's like you know that they're, they're teaching us more more stuff is coming to light like all like the all the different foods that from your body facts that's a that's a fact at, at what point did you realize that your cooking career was legitimate uh like as far as like just cooking in general or the internet Let's do both. Uh, just like the reactions I was getting from like my food. Like once I started cooking with uh, no, nah, not even that. I'm gonna take it back to school. Like once I started, cause at school I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I was like falling behind in school, like cooking wise, not like book wise, but cooking wise I was falling back. But once I got like into like uh the cafe at Campbell's Soup, I was like the first person done every day. Like mm. every day I finished like it was to the point where I was done like an hour before everybody else. And oh, I was wow. just sitting not doing nothing. Wow. But it's just like that's another thing too. Uh when you when you in school and when you like in a restaurant, it's completely different. Cause school it teaches you like the background knowledge and et cetera. But the restaurant really teaches you like real world experience. So it's just like they're gonna teach me like not the shortcuts, but like 
a smarter way to cook this way more faster and efficient rather than school where you're just teaching me like the book the book way shit like that mm. so once once that happened i started getting reactions from my teachers like actually like real chefs i'm like all right i could do this and then it went from the uh eds then i'm like oh i really can do this like this is really like easy then i started doing like little catering jobs on my own and i was like oh, okay and then from the reactions from the internet like these people are not eating my food at all, and they're just reacting like so positive, like just off of like what they're seeing. Like they don't know what it tastes like. Everything I make can be nasty. It's not, but I'm just saying, like just off of visual visuality, you seeing that I'm actually doing something. So that just that just made me realize, like I really know what I'm doing. Got you. Well, that's all the questions I have for you today. Thank you so much for coming on. Man. It means a lot. <laughs>